0: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball. America's game. Of the most dramatic moments in the history of sports. It's about connection. Let's- With Apple TV Plus, Friday Night Baseball comes home. Is this happening? It is! Friday Night Baseball, streaming on Apple TV Plus.
1: You're listening to The Fly, the W670 Podcast. My name is Dustin Rhodes. Of course, we're always joined by my good buddy Crowley. This is season one. It is episode number 25. We called this one Winning Ugly. The Cubs take two of three from the Nationals. So two out of three ain't bad. That's for sure. We're going to move over, Crowley, to a prospect list. A new prospect list is out. And we've got some great numbers for the up-and-comers on the Cubs' next good-slash-great team. Let's, uh, let's take it through it for our listeners, Carly.
2: So Jed Hoyer's gotten a lot of heat, right? He comes in and no extensions for all the players that we love and guys getting cut here and there, and he's, he's taking a beating. And you know what? He gets paid the big dollars to do it. But what I want to point to Cub fans really clearly here is that this team, Jed is making his mark on his team. And I said this before, that he may actually, as much crap as he's taken from the fans, he may be putting this team on a good pathway for the success. I've been watching the minors very closely. We'll talk a little bit more about Myrtle Beach, or I'm sorry, South Bend later. But Myrtle Beach won the first half of the uh, season. So the minor leagues, they divide their postseasons in halves. If you listen to our last broadcast with Max Toma, he kind of explained it really well. The first half winner takes on the second half winner in your division, and, and that's how it goes. Um, but Myrtle Beach won the first half. Uh, Right now, South Bend is in first place and they are making a run to be in the postseason there. Tennessee's making a postseason run. There's good teams here and those good teams and this prospect ranking has Jed's fingerprints all over it. So if we're going to criticize him, then he needs to get credit where credit is due. So the new prospect rankings came out. We have a new number one. And that is Pete Crow Armstrong, outfielder, who was acquired last season in the Javi Baez trade. The previous, uh, the early season, number one, Brendan Davis moved to number two, obviously, you know, he was injured, but he was picked in the 2018 draft. But the number three is Kevin Alcantara, outfielder acquired in the Anthony Rizzo trade. So number four, Cade Horton, you got as a starting pitcher in the 2022 draft, So a lot of people are kind of like, who, Oklahoma, what? That kid's already number four up there. He's high on a lot of people's list. And then number five is Jordan Wicks, who they got in the 2021 draft. Number six is Christian Hernandez, a shortstop who the Cubs signed with the international draft in 2021. When you talk about the international draft, that's where the Cubs got Eloy Jimenez. That's where the Cubs got Glabar Torres. And Christian Hernandez may be the next in that kind of – that you're going to put in that group of names right there. Number seven, Ben Brown, starting pitcher. We got him from the Phillies in the David Robertson trade this season. Number eight, Jackson Ferris. He's a starting pitcher. They got him in this 22 draft. People were asking, why did they grab Cade Horton? They liked what they saw and they knew they could get him for under slot. So each player has a certain amount of dollars that you can allocate. And so you can pay people under slot, which means you'll have more money a little bit later. So they were able to get Jackson Ferris um, because they got Horton with the under draft. And so number nine is Alex Canario, outfielder in the, that we got in the Chris Bryant trade. Number 10, Owen Cassie is an outfielder that we got in the u Darvish trade. 11 is James Triantos, third baseman, 2021 draft. Number 12, Hayden Wenzinski is a starting pitcher. Got him this season in the Scott Efros trade. Number 13, D- DJ Hertz, starting pitcher in the 2019 draft. Number 14, Caleb Killian, starting pitcher in the Chris Bryant trade. And number 15, Moises Ballesteros, in the same international draft that they got Christian Hernandez is in 2021. So if you look at this, I'm looking at a list of top 15, and this is what great teams do. They make good trades, they draft good, and they get international picks. And and if you look at the list, that's what you have all over there, and all of it pretty much has come in the last two years. The only ones are Brennan Davis, the number two, who was in 2018, and then – more let's see uh, there was uh, dj hertz's 2019. so two out of the fifth uh, two out of the top 15 list were gotten in the last two years that's a huge influx of talent and the people that formerly occupied those spots there's still a lot of good talent 15 through 16 through 30 that just get pushed back a little bit and so you're seeing a lot of players here with a lot of high upside okay And the reason you want that, and and look here, too. I brought this before in in the World Series team. When they were in the minor leaguers, I could name hitters all day long. Bryant, Schwarber, Torres, Jimenez, uh, Javi. I could name you a ton of hitters. I couldn't name you pitchers. Take a look at how this is distributed, Dustin. This is almost equal in position players to pitchers. And so it's really important that you people say, oh, you got like – you know, three outfielders in your top five and you got a lot of outfielders on there. That doesn't mean you got to keep them all. You can use them for trade capital, which is one thing you watch the Dodgers do all the time. You saw the Padres do it to get Juan Soto. So it's okay. And so a guy that was in the top uh, 15, top 20 was uh, Ed Howard, the shortstop. He's, He's fallen down on the list. Obviously he got injured, but you have other guys like Christian Hernandez that could take his place. Chris Morell is not on the prospect list, but he's been up there, but he's another young kid that you have. So it's okay to have guys in multiple positions. Moyes Ballesteros, he's doing great. And now you have Miguel Amaya, and it was looking like that, that for the Cubs, that Ketcher was a position of deficiency. Now all of a sudden you're kind of saying, okay, we got a couple of guys in here, and PJ Higgins is not a bad backup. So I'm just looking at this list right now and saying like, for all the people that were upset, and, and I get it, I'm a fan, as a fan, when you give up your U Darvish before the season even starts in 2020, you're pissed off, right? You're, you're waving the white towel. You, nobody, nobody going to win a division trades their ace. Doesn't happen. No. Okay? I was furious that they couldn't even keep one of those three guys, Baez, Bryant, Rizzo. But you take a look at the return now. PCA, number one on the bias draft. Kevin Elcontra number three on the Rizzo draft. You got two guys that are in the uh, Chris Bryant, Alex Canario and Caleb Killian. Um, you, you have Owen Casey, who's in the U Darvish trade. So all of these trades that we were upset about, I don't know, is, are, are you upset still, is, would be my question to Cub fans. Knowing what I just said right now about what you were able to get Are you still upset about it, or do you maybe have more buy-in?
1: I personally have more buy-in because these guys that were traded, the, the the key word here is traded. Baez, Bryant, Darvish, and Anthony Rizzo. It's not like they're tearing the league apart at their new addresses. I mean, Rizzo had a really good start, but now he's kind of back to being the Rizzo that we got used to the last couple of years. I mean, Chris Bryant, has he hit a home run at Coors Field yet? Um, You Darvish's games are on so late, I don't even know what he's doing. I mean, the Padres are okay, but they're not running away with the division or anything like that. I mean, probably the best guy that got away. I mean, at one point, Javi Baez was the worst hitter in baseball. So, unless he goes over to 35th and Shields and gets booed by Chicago (laughs) sports fans, does he all of a sudden wake up? Then they stop booing him. We really need new phones.
0: T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers contact us before canceling accounts continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement Due $35 per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com
1: and then he went back down into the toilet um you know kyle schwarber is the one that got away kyle schwarber is a guy that would look really good in a cub uniform playing a little left field and dh-ing every day but Okay, but they could have, you know, what would they have gotten for him if they had handled that properly? Uh,
2: that's a good question, and that's the thing, is they non-tendered him, which means basically they didn't want to pay him $7 million, which is about a weekend worth of cup snakes, and they just let him walk, and they decided to get Jock Peterson, which, you know, is okay, um, you know, and, and there's other, you know, trades too. Guys, I didn't go through the top 30 list because, you know, there's not that many people that geek out as much as I do about prospects, uh, a couple of them we've had on the show, but uh, you know, it, 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 I just kind of bring that out there because, like I said, Jed, you know, they were everyone was with the pitchforks and the uh, you know the torches with some of the moves that he made. And I think when you when you put into perspective what's going on, and I've talked about this. And the other thing I see, the, the other key component is I'm seeing a lot of these players improving, and so that that comes to the development piece. And a lot of these guys are not far away once these minor league seasons end it's going to be a big question mark of who you're going to see come up here and some of these guys on your on this list you're going to see brennan davis would have been up here he got injured but but you start taking a look at some of these guys you know the you know that maybe hayden waziski or maybe caleb killian or some of these guys are going to get a look and then you start to take a look you know question about a lot of the players that you saw start at myrtle beach are now in south bend and a lot of the guys in south bend are now in tennessee so a lot of times like you saw with chris morel triple a is always a tough one you don't sit there and get excited about triple a those are for guys that you kind of want to work on a couple things or those are guys that are are backups if somebody gets injured you know somebody gets injured hey david bode you're a body you can play major league baseball come on down you know that's what triple a is so single a and double a is where the action is and you're seeing postseason runs from all three levels.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. What I really like, Crowley, is I like that some are from trade, some are from draft, and some are international draft. So, listen, let's keep an eye on this list. This is something that I'm sure you and I are going to be grinding about in February and January and December, potentially. So we'll keep an eye on that. Really quick, before we preview the next upcoming four games that the Cubs have coming up over the next four days. Um, Some news this morning from the Marquee Sports Network. Joe Girardi is being brought in as a game analyst, and he'll be in the booth at Wrigley uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the games against the Brewers. And just a little plug, he will be a guest on the Mullion Haw show tomorrow at 8.42 a.m. So Crowley, the question I brought up on the air with the guys is I was wondering out loud, I believe Joe Girardi, it's safe to say, was the runner-up to David Ross when the Cubs moved on for their next manager. Would you agree with that?
2: I don't – I'm not sure. Okay. I'm trying to to remember back when it happened. I think there was a hitting coach – a Hispanic hitting coach from Houston that I think was the number two.
1: Yeah, but I think he got – then all of a sudden the cheating thing came up, I think, at that point. So I think that's what knocked him out. Regardless, the question I brought up was this – at that time, we had on the Cubs, we still had Rizzo, we still had Baez, we still had Bryant, um, I believe we might have still had Yu Darvish, and we had Kyle Schwarber. And could Joe Girardi have managed things or been a different voice where today we still might have two or three of those guys and the Cubs might still be challenging for a division? Not challenging for a World Series, but challenging for a division. Now I think Joe Girardi would be the wrong guy where the Cubs were starting this year, where I think David Ross is a good guy for the job. But just your thoughts, Crowley, really quick, because I did tease on the Mullion Haw show that we we'll would be recording the podcast today, and I would get your opinion and another reason for people to listen to this podcast.
2: Um, I would say this. It's kind of funny that you bring it up because I remember after Dusty Baker was fired after the 2006 season, there were two managers, the, the one, two horses in the race, so to speak. And one of them was Lou Pinella, and the other was Joe Girardi. And at the time I was talking to my semi-cup friends. I'm like, Joe Girardi's smart. He's you know, he was like David Ross, he's a catcher. Everybody always said, this guy's going to be a future manager and he's going to be very good. And my friends who are a little bit older were saying, no, Lou Pinella's the guy. Cincinnati, Seattle, uh, the Bronx is burning, the old Yankees. And I said, you know what, to me, I feel like the game has passed Lou by. And I, I, sure enough, that's what I truly felt happen. I think with Joe Girardi, very similar. I think when he was the man, and obviously with the Yankees, he played with some, he had some great teams, but I think he was the perfect manager and he was kind of right at that right, right guy at the right place at the right time. But I think as players change and methods of coaching change and stuff like that, like when all of a sudden you remember when he came for his interview, he had like binders, right? Like no offense yeah. to anybody out there. It, it, that would be like me walking into a business and saying like, I have PowerPoint. Like nobody cares anymore. Like what, that's, that's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know no, no, it's, to me, it, nothing to Joe, but I think that the game has passed him by. I think the players are different and they, they need a different kind of coaching and I know some people are like, yeah, I use the old guy and that's all that matters. And I don't think that they respond to that. And and I think that that was kind of the problem with Chili Davis when he came as the hitting coach is he rubbed a lot of the players the wrong way with the way he kind of came in. And it's a different kind of player. I get it. You may not like that. You may not like that Sparky Anderson may not be the manager that he was back in his heyday or something like that. Or Lou Piniella or those guys getting, you know, Lou Piniella getting in a fight with Rob Dibble in the clubhouse in the locker. No, times have changed, and I think that, to me, sometimes I think the biggest problem is sticking around with these old guys that have done it before, thinking just because they can do it, they've done it before. Look at Tony Larusa, look at um, Dusty Baker in Houston. I think with better managers, those teams would be performing better, younger, more vibrant, new ideas, those type of things. That's my opinion.
1: All right. Well, I don't. I I think you make a lot of solid points. I think I just personally think that. David Ross might have been the wrong guy right then. I think he is the right guy right now, but we'll never know. But that's partly why we do sports talk radio. It's partly why we do podcasts like this. We really need new
0: phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long.